This week's episode is brought to you by my Redefine Your Time VIP session. Friends, this session is perfect for you. If you are ready to make big changes in how you manage your time and energy as we wrap up 2023 and kick off 2024. We start with a 90-minute session where we will deep dive into your productivity pitfalls so you can create a system that is personalized to you. Then you get a month's worth of Voxer coaching with me to keep me in your back pocket for those moments of lost motivation, scheduling, chaos, or any kind of prioritization challenges. The whole package wraps up with a 60-minute call to ensure that what we built will work for you long-term. The Redefine Your Time VIP session is ideal for entrepreneurs who are growing their business while working nine to five, solopreneurs who feel stagnant because they don't know what to work on next, or the productivity enthusiasts who are looking to level up their time management game. Learn more about this offer at chelseanewmeyer.com. Hi, I'm Chelsea Newmeyer, and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go. So check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hello, everybody. I am so excited for this week's episode because we are going to be diving deep into a super popular time management strategy called time blocking. And I haven't done a deep dive like this in a while. And it was actually inspired by a question I got on my Facebook page, also called From Overwhelmed to Under Control. So if you're not in my Facebook group, I do a live training every other week on a topic. And when you join the group, I ask you if you are having any challenges or struggles or if you have any questions about time management and productivity. And then I answer them for you, whether through the training or through the podcast or reply to you directly. So definitely check out that Facebook group and join it if you're not already there. But thank you for the person who posed the question about how to really customize this strategy so that it worked for them. You all know that my philosophy on productivity is that productivity should be personal. So just Googling time blocking is probably not going to give you the nuances and the ways to make this strategy work for the way your life works and the reality that you are facing in how your job or business or life is structured. So the goal of this episode, again, is to really dig into the basics, but again, how to customize the time blocking for you. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I'm going to start with a definition. And we're going to talk about really what time blocking is and why it's such a powerful strategy. So time blocking is a time management technique that involves scheduling your day into specific blocks or chunks of time dedicated to a particular task, activity, or project. The key through this strategy is to allocate a specific period of time for different tasks, which will allow you to improve your focus, productivity, and organization. Time blocking can really boost your productivity because you're allocating those specific blocks of time for a specific task. And therefore, you're able to eliminate distractions, maintain focus, and hopefully that results in getting more work done in less time. Time blocking also helps you reduce decision fatigue because you're able to plan your day in advance. And so we don't have to spend a lot of mental energy figuring out what to do next or what task needs to get done in what order. 
Again, this will help you stay on track and really make the most out of your time. Time blocking I've found with many, many of my clients can help them balance work and personal life. Because again, those blocks of time are dedicated and your time blocking can include personal activities so that you're preventing burnout, improving your work-life balance throughout your day. You know that when you're eating dinner with your family, that that's the time when you're eating dinner with your family and there's nothing else that you're supposed to be doing at that time. And time blocking, for me, the reason I have been successful with it and incorporate it in my personal strategies is that it enhances accountability. When you block your time and schedule out that task, you're more likely to stick to your plan and accomplish what you set out to do. And the last reason why I like time blocking so much is because it helps you manage what you can actually get done in your day. If you are listing 15 things on your to-do list, and then you go to block out your day of when you're going to accomplish all those things, you're likely going to realize that that's way too many tasks to fit into your day. So by using time blocking, we can manage our own expectations. We can better plan and predict how our day or week are going to go. And we can reduce our own the guilt or the burden that we feel that, oh my God, I have to get these 15 things done today. When, when you time block it out, you realize it is impossible to get all that stuff done. And so we can make adjustments moving forward based on that information. So now that you understand why time blocking is important or why it's such a useful task to do, I want to share again, how to customize time blocking so that it works for you. My first recommendation is to identify your peak productivity hours. I am sure you've heard me talk about this before, but this really comes down to energy management. We all have different times of the day when we are most productive. Some of us are early birds. Some of us are night owls. And so identifying your peak productivity hours and scheduling your most important work during those times will ensure that you're working at your best while you're tackling those most critical and crucial assignments. Not everybody's best time is going to be in the morning. Mine certainly is not. So way you can customize this is by paying attention to when are you most focused? When throughout the day do you like working on certain things? I personally like working on really detailed tasks in the afternoon. I can, after lunch, I block out my schedule, put my things away, put the distractions away, and can really dig into the details. That is not going to be the best use of my time in the morning. That's probably a better time for me to be creative or to have conversations with people and create things. So that took me years to figure out. And you can make that go a lot faster if you just start paying attention and being really intentional with your time blocking. But you don't have to do... My point is, you don't have to do it like everybody else, right? I think there's this stigma that everybody's best hours are in the morning. And that's actually just not true. My second recommendation is to really prioritize your tasks before you start time blocking them out. And you can use a system like the Eisenhower matrix, which I've mentioned before, which is to categorize tasks into four groups that are um, urgent and important. These are the things that you need to take care of right away. Important but not urgent are things that get scheduled. 
So again, they're not urgent. They don't have a immediate deadline, um, but they are really important to help you reach your goals. Urgent, but not important can often get delegated. If you don't have someone to delegate them to, then these are also be something that you would want to schedule into your day, depending on what it is. And then if it's not urgent and it's not important, then it frankly doesn't need to be on your to-do list at all, right? But you can focus your time blocking on the tasks that fall into one of those first two categories, right? The urgent and important are the things we want to get done right away. And the important but not urgent are things that we can schedule into the time blocks. But there are other different ways to prioritize too. So I use the example of kind of an eat the frog approach or a runway approach to your day. Some people like to eat the frog, which is getting that hardest, most annoying, tedious, the task that you're dreading out of the way first, right? Eating the frog, get the hardest thing done right away. I personally like a runway approach. So I typically will have the first hour of my day where I just do like admin type tasks. Um, I'll write my daily email. I'll do my morning routine. I may get check my inbox, right? Kind of some of those things that we're not supposed to do, quote unquote, in the morning. But that's when I'm waking up. I am not like at a sharp critical point where I'm going to be able to dig deep into something that requires a lot of critical thinking. So if you need a runway to kind of warm up into your day, build that into your time block. And it could just be the time block could just be admin work, right? It doesn't have to be like specific, but it's your schedule. So you get to make it whatever you want. My third recommendation, always, always, always experiment and adjust. Time blocking is not one size fits all. That's the whole point of this episode, right? We want to make sure that it is customized for you. So it's essential to experiment with time blocking methods and schedules to find what works best for you and to be flexible and willing to adjust your approach based on your daily needs and changing priorities. I do not recommend time blocking your schedule out months in advance. It's just really hard to know and to be able to predict what's coming your way. If you're going to have a family member who needs you, if you're going to get sick, if a new project's going to come up that's exciting that you want to work on or something that you just weren't anticipating, I personally time block the night before. So I'm recording this on a Tuesday. And afterwards, I'm going to time block my Wednesday. Maybe I'll do a few days out in advance for the week, but that's how I plan the actual tasks. And I'm going to share my personal time blocking strategy a little bit later in this episode. But if this is something that you struggle with, if you struggle with this experimentation part, let me know. I have a service called a Redefine Your Time VIP session. And this is 90 minutes where we can get together and talk about a specific time management challenge. This is often one of the most popular topics that I deal with because it just helps people start getting control of their time and feel less overwhelmed with their day-to-day work. So if you are interested in a VIP session, send me a DM or check out my website, chelseanewmeyer.com. And you can find all the information there. It's an awesome offer for you to take advantage of, especially if you want to learn more about this. But I had a great question in the training I gave recently about being a perfectionist and being scared to experiment because 
to them that this sounded like they were failing. And there's really kind of low stakes here, right? Like this is your schedule. So if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Maybe you're going to a little bit behind, but you're likely able to catch up on the other end, right? Like kind of the worst case scenario is we get a little bit behind and we don't block out as much time as we think we need for something. I always give myself buffer, but that's what it's going to take, right? You may not know how long it takes you to write your monthly emails until you've done it a few times and some months might be different. So again, experiment, adjust, be flexible and give yourself lots of grace as you're learning this new technique. And my last recommendation here is to remind you to not forget about breaks and that flexibility piece again. So while time blocking is about structure, it's also really important to account for breaks and flexibility in your day. So schedule short breaks between tasks to recharge, help you stay focused, to you know get that drink of water or run to the bathroom or get a new cup of coffee. And I also really like to leave some white space in my calendar or kind of open slots so that if there's an unexpected task or last minute changes, you're not back to back to back on all of your time blocks. You have some buffer or some kind of wrap up time throughout your schedule. And this again, helps prevent you from feeling overwhelmed or feeling really rigid in your daily routine. What I, maybe I have another recommendation here because what I don't recommend is that you time block by task. And what I mean by that is I see some people schedule and it's like a thousand colors because they have, you know, email Sally Joe from nine to nine 30. And then from nine 30 to 10, they have another like really specific task. And then, you know, it's like every 15 or 30 minutes is a new block on their calendar. That's not time blocking. That's using your schedule as a to-do list. It's not the same thing. If, again, no shade here. If that works for you, by all means, keep going with it. But it, time blocking is looking at batching tasks. And so the, the t- blocks are often a minimum of an hour. I tend to like even longer blocks if I can get them because sometimes it takes you longer to get into a project right? You don't. You also don't have to decide what's in that task ahead of time. So for example, I this is how I use time blocking in my daily routine, my daily life. I work as a nonprofit consultant. I'm a contractor with a company. And so I have to work a certain number of hours per client per week. So what that means is I will block my time in order to give me boundaries around when I'm going to work on each client. So for example, Tuesdays, I work from on client A from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to noon, right? That equals the number of hours I need to complete for that client. And this allows me to, one, easily track my hours for that client. It keeps me focused on... Okay, Tuesday afternoons are for client A. I'm going to get everything I need ready to roll and I can just dive into them. So it keeps me focused on what I need to be working on. It provides boundaries for me because otherwise, as I'm sure many of you who are client facing know that you can kind of get pinged all the time for needs or or things you need to respond to. And this allows me to unfortunately just kind of ignore them 
until it's time to work on them. Or I can reply and say, I'll get that to you Thursday. right? And I know that I can work on it during my scheduled time. I'm actually very upfront with many of my clients about what times I am working on their stuff so that they can anticipate that and they can plan ahead and send me the information I need before that block of time. So it, it really works best for both of us because then it got them out of the habit of, of expecting an immediate response from me. And it helps me stay focused on, okay, Thursday mornings, Tuesday afternoon, client A, I'm digging in. And when I have all of those client hours mapped out, then I can also identify the pockets of time when I'm working on my business or catching up on house stuff or uh, working on something fun for myself or reading or relaxing, whatever, right? I have that all in the calendar. What I don't have though, is I'll have client A blocked Tuesday afternoons, just so you keep using that example. I don't necessarily know what I'm going to be working on within that time until Monday night when I plan for Tuesday. So I think that's the difference. And if I need to explain more about that, please send me a DM, shoot me an email, reach out to me because I can definitely provide more training and insight and kind of behind the scenes of how I use time blocking in my day-to-day life. That really, really works well for me. So to wrap up this episode, time blocking is a highly effective strategy for managing your time and boosting your productivity. When you're able to customize it to suit your individual preferences and needs, you can really unlock its full potential, as I just mentioned. So identify your peak productivity hours, prioritize your tasks, be open to experimentation, and remember to build in breaks and flexibility throughout your day. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. And I really hope these recommendations are kind of a time-blocking game changer for you in your daily routine. Like I said, if you need some additional support with this, please send me a DM on Instagram at Chelsea N Coaching. You can shoot me an email or check out my website, chelseanewmeyer.com. You can leave a review on the podcast and I would love to reach out or join the Facebook group from overwhelmed to under control. And lastly, you can sign up for one of my VIP days called Redefine Your Time where we can dig into this personally and create a customized time block schedule just for you. Thank you so much. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.